You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Tuesday, we're going to do a Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday week here on Locked on Pelicans as we wait for some news to kind of come around. Uh, and we've got some. Yesterday, David Griffin in the afternoon spoke to the New Orleans media about what's going on with the team, the practice facility reopening. We'll recap some of that for you. And also, I'm more optimistic than I've ever been that we are going to get a significant chunk of the regular season back and see some basketball. I don't want to say sooner rather than later, but we're going to see some basketball. I feel pretty good in saying that right now with some other news that came out these past couple of days. So let's look at it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So today's show brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. So yesterday, David Griffin spoke to the media about the Pelicans' plans to reopen the facility and just a number of other things going on with the team. And all of it was good. And coming away from that media availability, combined with some other things that we'll talk about in another segment, I think I feel more optimistic that we're going to get a season and maybe like the full-on regular season or at least a number of games for the Pelicans to have a chance to get into the playoffs and just and I think we're getting closer to this becoming a reality versus the league and everyone just kind of shutting everything down has been rumored and part of this that gets me even more excited is I do think they're going to give the Pelicans enough games to at least try to get into the playoffs five games wouldn't be enough to make up three and a half 10, maybe. Ideally, you'd like all 18, but I don't know if you'll get that. But David Griffin said, you know, that there isn't a reason for teams to come out, spend a month to two months getting ready to go and play some games, only to play a week or two weeks. You need to give a a full sort of schedule, otherwise they won't have us come back, is what he said. And he says, I would anticipate that if we come back, there will be enough games for us to do some damage in. Okay. You know, I don't think playoffs are nearly as important anymore as they once were. I think, you know, shutting everything down has just kind of killed any momentum with that. I don't know if there's a lot to be learned or gleaned by any team in the playoffs. If, you know, when, it, when I should say now, it comes to all that. Still would be nice, certainly. I don't think it makes or breaks the year anymore, but it would be nice to see the Pelicans into whatever the postseason is going to be. And it sounds like we'll at least have the opportunity to see him do that. There's also some stuff going on, which we'll talk about in another segment, too. I should have mentioned that of Tillman Fertitta, the Rockets owner, talking with Donald Trump and all of the weirdness that came out with that. But he also said, you know, they want to get the money from the TV deal. I think you've got to play like a percentage of the games for you to get that of the regular season games. So frankly, the league will probably hit that mark because they want that money coming in from the TV partners. So that I think right there alone makes us feel like, yeah, we're going to see some NBA basketball coming up again, not sooner rather than later. I keep wanting to use that phrase and it's not the right one, but we will see it. And I think that 
is a big thing here. So that's very cool. So David Griffin also went on to talk more about the players who are in there. Seven guys were there on Monday, yesterday, in the facility, in the weird rules they have. Basically, you can have four guys in there at a time, I think, all doing different things. One uh, sort of coach to one player. People are wearing masks. People are social distancing. All of that. It's probably not like the most conducive to like getting good work in and becoming a better NBA player. But it's better than not doing anything, which is something that has been going on for a number of guys. David Griffin also said that some guys were out of market and they left even after the team announced that they were going to reopen the facility. And that they're okay with that because they just don't feel, they feel they can get better work in elsewhere. Maybe it's go home to where you have a basketball court or your high school gym where you can work out and it's a little bit, you know, uh, easier for you. They're cool with all of that as long as these guys are working out and kind of, you know, staying in basketball shape and getting shots up as much as they can. He did not name the players who were here. That's fine. Did mention, though, that Zion Williamson is one of them and that Zion has been going into the facility even while it's closed. This was news to all of us. I don't think it's anything too exciting. It's not like he was putting in extra work to become a better player and improve. The NBA allowed injured players to rehab with team doctors and at the facility during that time. So their rehab went on as scheduled. Zion coming back from that injury, they've talked about flexibility with him. So he's able to get on a table on a bench and do, I guess, stretches, work with someone to keep that rehab going after the knee surgery that he had. Cool. It's nothing that you should really read too much into other than he was going through injury rehab, which he would have been doing during the regular season anyway while playing games. So all of that's just kind of business as usual. But business as usual right now is a pretty good thing, I think, for anyone who wants to see more basketball. And with teams starting to reopen facilities, players starting to migrate back into those facilities, I think we're going to see some basketball soon. And that's buoyed up even more so by something in California, New York, and other states, which we'll talk about coming up here on the next segment before we get into Tillman Fertitta and his comments uh, the other day. So before we get to all of that, today's show brought to you by Built Bar. I absolutely love these things. They have become my daily lunch, and I just even reordered after getting a free box of them. I liked them so much that I spent money on bringing these things back to my house because they were pretty awesome. I just ordered the raspberry chocolate cream, the coconut almond, and the salted Caramel. These things are tasty. They, they taste straight up like a candy bar. They're also covered in 100% real chocolate. And they've got 16 amazing flavors. They've got some that are chocolate, nut-flavored. They also have nut-free flavors that are produced in a nut-free facility. Basically, it's a protein bar that's going to taste like a candy bar. I usually do some sort of bar for lunch, and I've tried a number of different ones. They're chalky. They don't taste that good. You've just got to kind of chug it down with water or something like that. It, that that's, that's not enjoyable. I want something that tastes a little bit better, and it's straight up built bars. They're great for people who are health conscious and if you want to lose or maintain weight while indulging in something that tastes very good. They're low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, and high in fiber. Some of them have 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Compare those to other bars on the market. 
and they are going to beat them basically in every category. And it can get better too. There's some that have 15 grams of protein, 110 calories, and four grams of sugar, and five grams net carbs. It just depends on what you're looking for, and Built Bar's got the answer. And they taste really, really good. You can go get a sample box online. You can choose some flavors to customize your own box. That's what I did when I reordered. And you can do that all over at BuiltBar.com. Use promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that's promo code locked on for $10 off over at BuiltBar.com. So David Griffin's comments made me pretty optimistic about getting more basketball this season. Another thing he said, too, in there, which I thought was kind of interesting that ties into this as well, is that, yeah, he would embrace the NBA starting later, maybe on Christmas Day, particularly because of them being owned by Gail Benson, who also owns the Saints, and just how football crazy this state and region is, both at the college level, the NFL level, and even the high school level, that really for the Pelicans to kind of make a big foothold in the market is to own their part of the schedule with nothing else going on and so frankly if the NBA season goes long and it already is going to when you get to the regular season in the playoffs whenever we return you're going to have to start next season later and I would not be shocked if the Pelicans and David Griffin are at the forefront of all of that happening. So this ties to the larger point of today's show of like, I think we're going to see basketball and I'm really excited. And the fact that New York and California and Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, I think yesterday or the day before came out and basically said, you know, sporting events can start to happen in what, mid-June, early July without fans, but they can start to happen. And that's just a good sign. California, which is going to be, by their nature, a little bit more stricter maybe when it comes to reopening and some of the guidelines they're going to put in place, that if they're willing to have this, you've got to feel confident that you can probably roll this out elsewhere as well. So I am very excited to see that I think we will be able to to get some basketball back, which is what we all want. And that's, I think, you know, a big first step towards uh, a big sense of normalcy for a lot of people. New York had a similar reaction too. They seemed like they were going to be kind of strict when it came to reopening. So if they're willing to have sporting events, and I don't think you're going to see teams playing right now in their home arenas. I think if the NBA season does restart, that it's going to be that campus method, that bubble method, because travel and the logistics of that, it's just too many variables, too much to really take on right now. And I think there's a lot more risks and you've got to minimize said risks. So putting it in sort of campus environment does a lot of that. So overall, I feel very good that we're going to get basketball back. This likely means that we're not going to be making it in person as of today, to the first Pelicans home game of next season. It may be a while before you get fans in the stands. We'll see how that goes in other countries, too, with the Bundesliga starting back up. NASCAR did a race without fans. We'll see how things start to go, and the NBA doesn't have to make a determination on this right away. And frankly, this, you know, while the NFL's been watching the NBA being like, God, good thing they have to deal with this and we don't, the NFL's going to have to make a determination on how you play your games before the NBA does. And the NBA can kind of take a cue from them, do what works or don't do what doesn't work. So I think we'll see where this one goes. But I am very confident we're going to see some basketball back very, very soon, more sporting events very, very soon. We're just going to be watching them on TV as opposed to being there in person. So we'll get into Tillman Fertitta in the Rockets here in just a minute. Today's show, though, also brought to you by Blinkist. I want to tell you basically about the most useful app on my phone right now, and that is Blinkist. You know, during the work week when everything's normal, it's hard to sit down and find time to read and learn more and just work on like personal growth and development. 
And now you have even more time to do it, so there's no excuse not to take advantage of this unbelievable app, which, you know, solves this problem. And that is absolutely what Blinkist does. It's really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, your web browser. Basically, it'll take the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and Blinkist condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. So it's perfect for your commute, it's perfect while you're working out, whatever it is, wherever you've got some time, take advantage advantage of it, use Blinkist, grow, learn a little bit more. 12 million people are using it right now and it's grown even more during this time. And it's got a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from bestseller lists as well as all the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had time to. I use this. It's important to keep growing as a person to becoming better. You know, athletes go in and train in the gym every single day. What are you doing for your career, your life? your job to kind of hit that training. Blinkist is absolutely a way to do it. And with Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA, try it for free for seven days, and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-K-A-I-N-S-T, B-L-I-B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. There we go. Blinkist.com NBA to start your seven-day free trial and you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA. All right, wrapping up today's show. If you're a Rockets fan, you're not feeling too great about Tillman Fertitta, uh, your owner, because, oh boy, did he have some interesting comments about his team. Now, he also felt like the NBA would finish its season, so that's good. At least we got that there from this. But this is where... Ownership is like the biggest competitive advantage you can get in the great equalizer in all of sports. And Fertitta had some, I don't know, interesting comments about all of this. He was over at the White House meeting with President Donald Trump about like the restaurant initiative and talk kind of about some of like the financial struggles of the Rockets that are going on with this. And mentioned how he's got two guys making $40 million during this time and didn't seem to really like that a whole lot. And he also made a comment about how Trump has been talking a lot about China. And look, I'm not going to get political on here. And Fertitta basically goes, oh, yeah, you know, uh, it's funny you mentioned China because my season started with this, with Daryl Morey, the general manager, making those comments about China that impacted the NBA, his team, and the salary cap a little bit. And Trump goes, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That guy still work for you? And... Fertitta's like, yeah. And Trump goes, well, he must be really good then if you're going to put up with him basically causing you to lose all that money. And Fertitta goes, yeah, it's a trick question. He is, but he said something like it's a double-edged sword. I forget, I don't have the comment in front of me, but it was like, wait, wait a second. This guy doesn't really like Daryl Morey all that much, which is interesting. I think Daryl Morey is one of the better general managers in the league. Probably top three, maybe number one. I don't think he's for every owner or for every fan base. I'm not a hinky fan, though, I will say that. And that's kind of a disciple of his that kind of goes a bit of the same way. But big Daryl Morey fan. Daryl Morey would be uh, having suitors lined up around the block for him 
uh, with all NBA teams, should Fertitta decide he doesn't like his GM costing him money or doesn't want to build or spend the money on the way the GM wants to build the team. This is a division rival for the Pelicans, the team that's likely going to still keep winning the Southwest division for the foreseeable future when you have James Harden and Russell Westbrook both on the team. If this maybe shows cracks in Fertitta owning them and kind of what his limits are. I don't know. These comments were kind of revealing a little bit. He also said he didn't take out one of the PPP loans that the Lakers took out because he was worried about the criticism that he would face, which, again, smart. It's a PR move. But if I'm a Rockets fan, I don't feel particularly confident about all of this. You know, we've seen that they have not yet re-signed Mike D'Antoni to be their head coach. They've had some kind of shuffling with the assistant coaches there too, maybe not wanting to pay them as much. There are some cracks starting to kind of form up there with this organization and how they've been built. They've been built well, you know, they're, they've been very close to winning a title. They're like one made three, two made threes basically away from, uh, you know, making the NBA finals and beating the Golden State Warriors. This isn't good for them. Only good for the Pelicans, though. And it likely takes, you know, they're never going to be a big free agent destination because they don't have cap space right now. But they've been able to get creative and make moves that other teams might not have seen or been able to do because you don't have a GM like Daryl Morey. They lose him if there are cracks there and this leads to a split, whether it's this offseason or the next or the one after that. Helps the Pelicans in the division. Helps the Mavs, too. Helps all the teams in what's going to be a very competitive Southwest division for the foreseeable future. But anything that helps the Pelicans is going to be a good thing. So something to keep an eye on, like, you know, out of the corner of your eye in the back of your mind, like, what's going on with the Rockets? Don't think it's all that great. So who knows just yet, but they will still be a force this, this coming whenever we finish this season and likely next season, too. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order. They're good. You should really, really try those. I swear by these things. Now, also thank you to Blinkist for sponsoring today's show as well. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all Thursday and then Friday this week as well.